All right, we are live for a Sunday edition of the People's Talk Show. And uh, two days in a row, uh, doing good for myself. But uh, yeah, so I thought I would wait to the end of the day to uh, compile all the information together and share with you uh, the latest developments and the contagion that uh, is not really contained, even though it uh, looks like the Exchange Stabilization Fund is being used to bail out the current depositors for the two or possible three uh, banks that have gone belly up. And so we have more bank runs. And then this current event that took place pretty much was starting with Silvergate right into SVB. Now it has hit uh, Signature Bank and the Republic Bank is also having some issues. So that's three banks and within a week or two or so. And it's having uh, the consequences of these activities is starting to impact uh, uh, um, European financial institutions. And so there's, you know, the contagion has spread. Now we just wait and see um, how long before the current economic conditions surrounding the financial sector starts to feel more of the pinch and pain uh, beyond just the actual banks themselves, just because the Fed is still <laughs> going to do what they're going to try to do to hike into a complete crisis. So nothing solved whatsoever. So I don't go for that uh, bail in solving any problems. The uh, fuse has already been lit. There's no going back. Nothing's going to get better overall. Might buy some time, might temporarily put out the fuse. But then again, if they light it from both ends, it's going to get to its final destination at some point. But uh, we're going to talk about that and a couple other things. So I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, any first time viewers, let me know where you're watching from in the chat. Would definitely love to acknowledge your presence. I have maybe four or five, six different articles all relevant to the contagion that is present and how tomorrow morning still will be uh, it's going to be a lot of caution in the financial markets. And we'll find out what happens with the uh, with the equities at the opening of um, the markets tomorrow, just because once again, nothing solved at all. It's just a temporary uh, sigh of relief, probably for the banks. But again, the mess is so large to the tune of what, two something quadrillion dollars, just because higher interest rates not only hurts the current holdings of the banks when it comes to those debt instruments, but also all the contracts taken out over the last 10 plus years at extremely low rates. So the, 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 the grand finale is still in, in front of us. So we'll talk about that and a couple other things, but uh, anyway, hope everyone's doing good. We got Tim checking in. We got Broadlight Broker. We got Monero Wana checking in. Uh, we got Jay. What else we got here? We got Universal Vibes TV. Uh, what else? We got Carl Lake. We got Karen checking in as well. Yeah, everything is on, everything is on course. I mean, overall market conditions is no better than they were Friday. <laughs> it's just that uh, the banks think that or the regulators think they're doing themselves some justice by trying to provide looks like twenty five billion backstop uh, from the ESF. And so we're going to get into that. And also um, outside of this current announcement of a bailout, there's been a flight to safety that has also picked up that hasn't really been covered much. And then of course there's been a, uh, what I consider a flight to speculation as well. I'm going to talk about that as well, but um, I got a couple of things to share with you. Then I'm going to open up the phone lines. I want to get your take on things and we'll see what we can put together tonight, try to filter through the noise and hopefully make sense of everything as it unfolds. So I, I was listening to uh, some, a couple of Twitter spaces today and there was a lot of, a lot, a lot of concern, man. A lot of people are like, just really like, you know, gritting their teeth, like, oh, any minute now, we're going to have a black Monday. The market's going to open up. You know, they got 24 hours to fix this or something's going to break. I'm like, it's already broken. It, it's it, it's here. Like what we're what we've been anticipating for so long is currently present. 
it's it's no way out of it because once again this is a quasi qe event that they're doing by creating a new special purpose vehicle which they're going to just continue to try to flood or backstop the the, the ultra the, the uber wealthy uh, depositors that that threshold is that was at the 97 percent that's above the 250,000, which happens to be a lot of institutions not located here in the U.S. strictly. A lot of European companies, a lot of got some pension funds is also in there as well. So that's the goal to make sure they're whole. It's not about you and I, but OK, I'm getting getting beyond myself. OK, so for those who are, um, you know, happen to maybe stumble across this for the first time, I definitely make sure I give everybody a chance to uh, make sure you. Hit that subscribe button. Click the bell notification. If you find any value here, please share this so more people can find out and get an alternative spin on all this just because it's always good to take. There's, as I say, there's three sides to the story. There's what you're told, what's not being told, and then what you do with that information in the middle. And so that's kind of what we're trying to do here. So that's why I value your opinions that you bring to the table. So if you haven't, definitely do that for me. Help the channel out. And also make sure you guys subscribe to all these various uh, alternative platforms definitely join the telegram because most things go there first but then again make sure you connect with all your content creators on all these platforms just support them as well as uh to make sure that you all never miss something okay enough of that okay let's jump right in the headlines man let me ju- i'm gonna start with you just from start to finish and then i'm gonna show you how confidence has already been rattled so no matter how much of a backstop they try to put in place to make people whole People at this current moment have realized that the current events are only probably going to get worse. And so more people will still continue to remove funds from the banks. Like it's no doubt, like more people now have realized over the last 24, 48 hours with the amount of panic that has been spread across the world for the most part from people involved with SBV is that if you don't hold it, you don't own it. So more people will probably diversify their funds in smaller denominations amongst the upper echelon of banks, the, 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 globally systemic important banks which also could be a problem as well and so there's still gonna be a lot of funds being moved tomorrow morning no doubt people gonna remove funds and take actual physical cash still as well as move uh wiring funds to other banks as well so the banking the bank run situation is still going to ensue it, it this will not instill confidence in people whatsoever because if it took this amount of uh, contagion that has spread already across the world to get the Federal Reserve to come up with some type of special vehicle that the Treasury is going to back with the exchange stabilization fund, it's going to get a lot worse. So most people want to definitely have more cash on hand now after this past weekend, whether it be for payroll or for whatever else. Okay, let's jump right into it. Okay, so here we have, let me get, get my situation here. Okay, so here, here's just some things in reference to how the contagion has already spread well beyond SBV. So I'm going to go through three or four articles here just to show you how how and why the Fed needed to step in. And of course, I think they still got a meeting tomorrow to probably go over some more things. But this was like a let's let's try to just calm the markets before they open Monday morning type of type of um, type of adjustment. So real quick here, um, it says this is from the Telegraph. Oh, I'm sorry, Daily, DailyMail.com. This was as of yesterday. It says contagion spreads. Desperate customers line up outside First Republic Bank to take their money out after SVB bank collapsed and sent shockwaves through the market. So we mentioned this a little bit yesterday, but then it was a couple interesting pictures here of people actually being shown at First Republic Bank on a Saturday. And so I wasn't aware of, you know, most banks being open. I think it's probably 
I don't go to bank on Saturdays, but assuming this is the case, but here we have people standing outside banks looking to uh, try to withdraw some funds. And this is very concerning because these people here more than likely are what would be considered the under $250,000 depositors will be my guess because nobody in there, nobody in that line right now is going to try to come out with more than 200 and more than maybe 30, 40, 50,000 or, or something like that. Because if everybody in that line was trying to get the max they could get out, they, they'll need one or two days at, at best to give the bank a heads up because the cash ain't there. So that's how I know that this picture here, majority of those people were only able to get out a very small amount. So this is the mi minority in reference to how, uh, how bad things really are at this current moment, because this current backstop is for the uber wealthy, as I just mentioned. It's for the businesses and tech companies and hedge funds and pension funds. That's who this is for. It ain't for the retail investor like these people here. So, but anyway, this is uh, just something that's worth bringing to your attention. So, just more lines, more pictures. So, first Republic Bank, we got a little video footage here. I'll see if I can play this real quick. So, you got somebody driving around, and they, this is a picture here of people actually at the bank standing in the rain. So, very concerning. But then again, I, th I think once again, we're still in the beginning phases of this. Okay, keep it moving. More interesting news. This is within the last hour. <laughs> Regulators closed crypto focused signature bank, citing systemic risk. So we had first article says contagion spread, second article says citing systemic risk. So literally, things is, things is unfolding mighty, mighty fast. And so, here, just more information here. But again, again, this is a very crypto friendly bank. So this is definitely going to impact the crypto space because uh, depending on how things play out, you know, cryptos will probably be one of the first things in line that people will look like this, like will look to sell just to try to get a little more uh, liquidity cushion under themselves. So but Signature Bank is gone or put into the hands of the regulators. OK, so keep it moving. Here's another one. Uh, and this is just goes to show how far it has spread. Silicon Valley Bank's UK branch shut down by the Bank of England. And so not only was SVB located in Cali and throughout the US, it's also in Europe. And so it says, it says several UK venture capital firms have supported SVB UK stating it is, quote, trusted partner and plays a pivotal role in supporting startups. So, yeah, but the Bank of England getting involved. And then keep it moving right along. Swedish retirement pension was as probably as SVD Silicon Valley. I've been saying SVDs. Forgive me, SVDs. Fourth largest shareholder with the holdings of nearly two hundred eighty million in stock on Friday, and so share prices are already tanked. So this Swedish pension fund right here is basically definitely taking some losses, and so this is just one pension fund that has surfaced as a holder of basically non-performing shares in a bank that no longer is operational for the most part. And so imagine how many other pension funds globally are also probably involved with SVD as well. So yeah, this is just goes to show how bad it's gone. And then here it says, oh no, one of the largest pension plans in Sweden had 50%, 50% of its investments in Silicon Valley Bank that went under on Friday. So yeah, I'm sure the board on Monday or because it's probably what, about six hours ahead over there, six, seven. So in the next couple of hours, the board will be meeting for some type of emergency measure on how they can try to get hold because the current bailout backstop is not has nothing to do with the share prices of a failed bank. So those are some serious losses they're going to be taking. Here's another one here. UK scrambles to help tech firms. So the UK helps scramble tech firms after Silicon Valley Bank closed. So not only were 
a lot of California and a variety of tech companies in this country uh, and SVB, but also tech firms, it looks like in the UK. And it's good to say probably France and Spain and everywhere else, because if you want to access to that region of the tech sector, it looks like everything had to go through SVB. And so they are also on the hook as well. We don't really know how wide this goes, even though I got some stuff here that shows that, you know, people who have funds in there, like Mark Cuban, uh, a lot of billionaires have some small amount of funds in there. Even Ripple has some funds in there as well, XRP. So, yeah, just just showing you how how and why this backstop was put in place today before markets open tomorrow. And then here's another one here that says uh, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and Chancellor Hunt have held discussions with the governor of the Bank of England this week, this weekend. So not only were the Fed and FDIC and OCC and everybody else in the mother meeting to talk about this, the Bank of England was also meeting. It's good to say a lot of other central banks. I'm sure the ECB was probably meeting as well. So they probably had all the globally systemic important central banks on a Zoom call trying to figure out how to not have this stuff spread. And so the U.S., as of right now, put up some, put up some funds to uh, try to instate confidence back into the system. But in my personal opinion, yeah, it's, 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 it's no reinstating confidence after more people are realizing the truth that the fractional reserve banking model is a sham. Like the, the fact that there's nothing, there's nothing or there's not much of what you think is yours actually in those vaults at this current time. And so that in and of itself, you can't walk that back. You can't, you know, just, you know, call yourself coming out with a statement saying we've, we ensure the full credibility of all the banking sector. It is strong and sturdy and all that stuff like that. As in people are supposed to say, oh, okay, I can rest now. No people are like hell with that month tomorrow morning. I'm going down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to withdraw some cash. So I'm not, feeling this way over another weekend if this stuff doesn't work out the way that they're trying to make it seem as if it will so yeah that's the part about it human emotions have been already been already been you can't you can't play with human emotions the way that they have or the way that things have happened over the last couple of days and expect to walk this back and people just say you know okay i feel i feel safer now that you know they are going to give my deposits no it's not happening anyway okay so yeah i, I want to keep moving so i got more stuff here um, and so here is the here is the main event of the evening. And so, as I mentioned last night, let me get rid of I got too many pages up here. As I mentioned last night, uh, it was it'll be two things. It'll be two, two, two ways this to play out. Either something will be done before Monday so that they don't lose control of this controlled demolition of the monetary system. Or this is what they wanted and they will let the court, they will just rip the court from underneath or rip the rug from underneath these uber wealthy depositors, the 97%, and let this thing crumble down. And the reason I gave those two solutions was because if we look at how the current economic conditions have been deteriorating, starting with the lockdown, shutdown, where all mom and pop small businesses were put under extreme pressure and I'm sure in your area is just as like as mine. A lot of mom and pops restaurants have gone out of business. They've distorted the labor market severely where it's hard to find people to work still. I was out last night and it's shortage staff. And so they already took care of the mom and pops by disrupting them. And so what better way to disrupt even the next tier of the primary producers and the most valuable sector of our country, which happens to be the innovators in the tech space right above mom and pops. And so you got all the tech startups, the health firms and all those people making a difference in this world. 
through technology, software companies, yada, 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 out in Silicon Valley Bank. Now you just disrupt them. So I'm thinking like, okay, if they really want to cause chaos, why not pull the rug from under them? Let them take losses to where it makes it only easier for people to fall in line with their solution, which, as I mentioned last night, uh, is being rolled out with this CBDC uh, beta trial that starts uh, in on March 20th. So, yeah, that's still underway. So they still have that in operational. So, so they chose option one to step in to try to provide some relief. So this is what this is about here. And then I'll stop ranting and I'll get your take on some things. So let me zoom in a little bit if I can. I call myself trying to highlight some things, make it easier to read or just pull out some of the main points. Let me zoom in if I can. How do I zoom in? Okay, well, might not be able to. Yeah, there I go. Okay, yeah. So it kind of distorts my my lines. But anyway, here, I'll do the best I can. So real quick here, this is this is the primary news we've all been waiting for. It says Federal Reserve Board announces. So this was today at 6.15. This was released at 6.15, three and a half hours ago. The board, Federal, Federal Reserve Board announces it will make available additional funding to eligible depository institutions. So once again, it's just, this is we got to filter through all this lingo here because they're saying bailout without saying bailout. And then even Jenny Yellow was just quoted as saying that this is not a bailout because we're lending these funds and we're going to get it back. Okay. Yeah. Just like all the other special purpose vehicles or funds that were put out there that we have yet to hear anything about those. And not to mention the reverse repo situation, which is still prevalent because a lot of the banks put their funds in the Federal Reserve hands to earn interest on it because of this current environment. Anyway, it says Federal Reserve Board announced it will make available additional funding to eligible depository institutions to help assure to help assure banks have the ability to meet the needs of all their depositors. So once again, not all their depositors, it's only the upper echelon of depositors that are above the $250,000 threshold. So what they're going to have to do moving forward now that they come in with this quasi bailout is that this is just this I'm read more this. This is just for one. This is just a one year window or a tool that they're using. But then again, now that they've come into the market in this magnitude, ensuring pretty much everybody, every bank that's going to have a ripple effect from SVB, they're coming in now to basically backstop them. And it's and as I mentioned, it's the upper echelon of 250 and above. And so now they're going to have to eventually with the FDIC situation, they're going to have to address that as well, because they're going to have to kick up that threshold because you're going to have a lot of rich people now talking about, we're going to have to remove a good portion of our funds because if we have to now rely upon special purpose vehicles to be made whole in case of a banking event, we don't want to take that risk. And so in order to make sure the uber wealthy are confident in the banking system, they're going to have to kick that 250 up uh, 250,000 up. I heard some people floating around saying 25 million. And so they're going to backstop up to 25 million. So, so that makes the tech sector and the business sector have confidence in the system. And so that's just, you know, once you open up a can of worms of bailing out people, you can't go back as we've witnessed over the last, what, 13, 14 years now. And so anyway, real quick, it says to support American businesses and households, households. Okay. The federal, okay. Cause payroll, household you don't get paid then you don't have a job then you can't support your family okay yeah so it says the federal reserve board on sunday announced it will make available additional funding to eligible whatever okay it says additional funding will be made available through the creation of a new bank term funding program so btfp these people are coming up with all type of acronyms and these tools are just ways to prop up the current fractional reserve debt-based ponzi scheme system 
that's already crumbling at the seams, but they're trying to kick the can down the road. It says offering loans for uh, up to one year in length to banks, saving associations, credit unions, and other eligible depository institutions pledging U.S. Treasury. So the very same instrument that's causing all of this, which is the debt instruments and the feds and being very insistent on continuing to hike to fight inflation. And uh, these banks holding all this mortgage back, agency debt crowd. Just I get so frustrated with this stuff. Anyway, so if you're a special player, you get a chance to get bailed out is what it's saying. And it says here, with approval of the Treasury Secretary, the Department of Treasury will make available up to $25 billion from the Exchange Stabilization Fund at a backstop for the BTFP. And so it says, after receiving recommendations from the board of the FDIC, the Federal Reserve, Janet Yellen, after consultation with the president, <laughs> so Biden, Biden backs this, approved actions to uh, enable the FDIC to complete its resolution of SVB and and Signature Bank in a manner that fully protects all depositors, both insured and uninsured. So they're just literally basically saying we're bailing out, temporarily bailing out, quasi bailing out. We're coming in to make sure we prop this up so the contagion doesn't spread. So what they're doing, basically, the pension funds that I just mentioned a moment ago, the tech firms in the UK and, and around the world, all those funds are now being securitized by the United States government from the exchange stabilization fund, which ultimately is basically, you know, that, 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 that fund, I'm not even sure what the total amount of currency, which is in that thing, but it's, it's for this purpose is to prevent type of financial crises that we're witnessing now. But the biggest thing is you can try to backstop and protect people upfront, but you can't reinstate confidence back into the system. It is not possible at all. So anyway, the bailout was here. Now we'll wait and see what happens Monday morning. Okay, so outside of that, as I mentioned before, the flight to safety has already began. And so people who have been able to get something out or been able to swipe a car, they have already begun purchasing things and moving things outside of the current legacy system. Why do I know that? Just it's quite obvious. I've heard several people uh, throughout the Twitter sphere and, and some people in the, in the chat as well mention about they've bought weight. They've gotten their weight up. And so that's a way of getting out of the system and getting uh, uh, getting liquid in a sense and sound money. And so I want to share with you something here. And uh, let me see here. Let me share this with my camera. So this is something that caught my attention earlier, which just just shows that the flight to safety is still underway because confidence has already been shattered. And so, and this is one of the things where you know, it, it could be genuine, it could be fake, it could be a sales pitch. I don't know, but I'll just run with it because I know I, I you know, I purchased, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, it says here, this is from Zero Hedge. This was uh, also an, almost four hours ago. And this is a quote from AppMax which is an online bullion deal. It says, due to recent banking developments, we are experiencing record volume demand this weekend. So not only have been people been standing in line at First Bank of Republic to get currency out, they've been getting physical paper. And for those who couldn't probably get paper out, they probably went online and swiped that debit card to get some physical metal sent their way. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's what's happening right now. And then here's some interesting graphics here. They kind of hints at the same thing. So this is from, uh, what's his name? Michael or, or Mike say 98. So he does a good job of trying to keep track of inventory and a variety of uh, uh, 
depositories and things like that. So this is some things he put together from his information. Make of it what you may, but it says Atmex Silver estimated Saturday sale. So it says top 40 products of 10 select weights. And so as of right now, according to his measurements, he says yesterday tracked silver sales at Atmex were the highest I've ever recorded for a Saturday. He says sales were 49% higher than the previous record and 322% above average. And he said, hashtag silver squeeze. So just looking at this visual aid here, lets me know that some people have been getting their weight up over the weekend. And I'm sure you guys can agree. Let me know in the chat if you've also been a person that have gotten your weight up over the weekend as well. Just out of precautionary measures, you know, you can never have too much savings in your possession or, or, or headed to, towards a depository or something like that. And then here's the goal. At Max Gold, it says estimated Saturday sales. So it says not to be left behind. Yesterday's tracked gold sales at Atmex were also the highest I've ever recorded for a Saturday. It says sales were 28% higher than the previous record and 225% above average. So this is just Atmex. And according to his measurements, so I, he does a good job of reporting things. So I wouldn't put it past him to actually have some decent stats. So anyway, but regards to the bailout, the contagion is still underway. Confidence has been shattered. It's not going to, you're not going to put the genie back in the bottle within, you know, a couple hours before the markets open tomorrow. So there will there'll still be tremors. There still will be doubt in what's going on because the Fed is still talking about tightening still to fight inflation. So, it's a it's a spiraling. It's going to be a spiraling event. It's no undoing what has been done. So my message, my thoughts, continue to do what you've been doing well before. Now, get your weight up, be prepared, definitely get prayed up so that, you know, and are able to move in the form and fashion is best suited for your situation, because not all circumstances are equal out here. Everybody's at a different point in their financial lives, spiritual lives, social lives, relationships, you name it. So all that is important. Uh, wait, says Tim from wait, wait, man. I appreciate you for being a blessing to the channel. Thank you, my man. Okay. So let me, um, so I'm open the phone lines and, uh, make sure everybody has a chance to let their voice be heard. Of course, I'm sure there's more. I was actually, I was, uh, talking to John Perez, trying to get him on and we were playing phone tag. So, um, I was, let me see if he, uh, let me, I was wanting to have John come on cause some people sharing his message on Mike Adams about margin calls tomorrow so if, if you know now that there's a little bit of a backstop to reinstate confidence there may not be as much of a scramble for people to really run out and try to uh get liquid and have to sell things off and there might not be as many margin calls if people are actually able to go and make do on their past debts and things of that nature so um yeah so he didn't get back with me. so anyway okay so for those who are plugged in, appreciate you for blessing with your presence and your time. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that bell notification. If you find anything of value here, please like it. Please share it. Put it out there so people can find out an alternative perspective. And then, of course, make sure you guys connect on social media. Links for all this is down below. And uh, all right. So have your thoughts, have your questions together. Let's open the phone lines. Let's talk. But before I do that, let me share with you something about the food situation. It will jump right into the phone line. So have your, have your questions ready. You know that China is hoarding a massive amount of food. They will soon have over two-thirds of the globe's corn reserves, over half of its rice, and over half of its wheat. But when asked about it, China lies. So what does China know that we don't? China is the world's number one importer, relying on the rest of the world to keep their people fed. This makes them the canary in the coal mine when it comes to global food shortages. As Americans, we need to be prepared for potential food shortages. That's where 4Patriot Survival Food comes in. 
Their kits are compact, stackable, and have received a five-star review for their flavor and taste. And right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by using code RTD at checkout at 4 Don't wait. Prepare today. Once again, use code RTD at 4 and save 10% on your first purchase. All right, let's get into it, people. I want to hear from you. Let me know your thoughts, and as well as other developers. I'm sure like there, there's been nonstop. There's been nonstop activity today uh, as far as people. And, and that's the thing, like one thing I have my I have my ears open today, just trying to take it all in so that we could talk about it tonight. But I was listening to a lot of, you know, people in the tech sector, in the financial space, the people who got contacts and VCs and you name it. And they're talking about getting emails and getting calls and a lot of concern about not being able to make payroll. Like it was amazing to me how many companies are talking about payroll and concerns of that nature to where they were saying that, you know, we may have, you know, a week's worth. And then I heard one guy talk about, um, you know, this upcoming sort of 15th and the 30th are typical uh, days for um, uh, for for pay. And they were saying, like, that would be literally like this upcoming week is pay week. And so if they can't get funds out into the system, into people's hands this week, there was going to be a lot of issues of people, you know, not showing up to work and just a, a complete domino effect in the workforce on top of all, everything else. But anyway, phone lines are open. Uh, feel free to let me know what you think. Where have I missed it? Where am I wrong? Where am I right? Let me know. This is a talk show. And so the goal is to get your opinion because I just share with you mine. So, all right, let's talk. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hey, this is RTDTV. Yes, this is my friend. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Mike from the Midwest. Mike, what's going on, my friend? What's on your mind? Hey, glad you have a show again tonight. I kind of wanted to follow up with you, man. And uh, I know I've kind of been on the the same, probably the same journey as a lot of us uh, here uh, in the chats and and on, you know, following the show tonight. Mm -hmm. And it's like I was watching your show yesterday and you (laughs) talk. I'm sorry. It kind of makes me grin, but you kind of talked about the the whole XRP army Mm -hmm. and, you know, the the USD stablecoin, all that stuff. And I've been following that stuff heavily as well. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a pretty big stake in, in USDC. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, you were, you were kind of, it, it sounds like you're sort of part of that team as well. But uh, you said that, you know, of course, this is just speculation. Mm-hmm. We really don't, we really don't know how this is going to play out. But right. I just wanted to, to, to get your idea of, of, of basically what you're thinking now about these types of speculative speculative bets at this moment. Good point. Good point. So while while I got you on here, let me share with you something I shared in the uh, chat just to give you an idea as to what's currently underway. And so I do follow the markets of, of all kinds. So, uh, so on the screen right here, I have, um, I put out today, I looked at the crypto market and due to the panic, we had uh, a the total market cap is one point. It was one point one trillion when I put this out here. So within the last 24 hours, there's been a mass dash into the crypto space. And so I said the fight to speculation picks up. And then to ve- verify that there was another uh, little graph here showing that even Bitcoin and Ethereum transaction fees have also picked up, meaning that there's been a lot of ne- lot of activity on the networks of people trying to front run what they consider to be a possible uh, incoming you know, you know, trunch of, of money coming soon. So that's the speculative nature I'm talking about there. Like a lot of people are a going there 
for speculation's sake, thinking that you know now that the markets, the banks are coming crashing down, everybody's gonna be forced to run into Bitcoin because it's the you know go it's the digital gold version. So they're trying to front run that next bull market that might you know follow from this. But then again, there's no guarantees just because a lot of people who, if the banking sector, if they didn't try, just had this little temporary bailout situation, a lot of people will also be forced to sell. Bitcoin, like on Ethereum, everything else to try to make themselves whole as far as getting liquidity. So it's a, it's a give or take. And so we won't really know um, the, the, the true, I guess, if, if Bitcoin is meant to be a safety net, we won't know about it until this entire debt based fiat Ponzi system comes to an end because we value Bitcoin in dollar terms. So right now, Bitcoin is what, $21,000. You know what I'm saying? So not until we see some type of a large amount of cash injected, like a hyperinflationary situation, Will the Bitcoin itself in dollar terms be of something that people can really process as as having benefited from the system? So it's speculative. Whereas in with gold and silver, you get you an ounce or get you a kilo, whatever it is. You don't have to think about it, what it is in USD, because you can take that thing and do anything with it in any currency at any time or not even use a currency. And it still has value just for the actual the weight. The weight itself has the content value and. You don't have to depend upon the actual USD figure for it in the future, hyperinflation or not. You know what I'm saying? So that's the insurance side of gold and silver that is not in the Bitcoin sector as of yet. So that's the speculation I'm talking about there. You can front run the bull run, but then again, there's no guarantees there. That's true. Okay. Well, I really appreciate your opinion, man. Thanks a lot for your time. For sure. Appreciate you, my friend. You too. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Missouri. St. From Louis. Missouri. From Missouri. What's your name, buddy? You don't mind telling me? Uh, Wade. This is Wade. Wade. What's up, Wade? How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. What's pretty in your mind? I'm, I'm, I'm showing that you guys were going to the SVB, and I remember Janet Yellen coming out saying that she wasn't going to bail up, do any bailouts. Right. And then right after I saw the other information coming from Israel, saying that they had firms that were connected to SVB Bank. Oh, okay. I told my friends, I say, they're going to they're going to uh, give them a bailout now. People are like, well, that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And they come right out. It wasn't even an hour later. Mm -hmm. They came out to they could do the bailouts. <laughs> yeah. So on the screen here, I just, I just typed in bailouts in Twitter real quick. And it says, how big is the latest Fed bailout? And so it says $200 billion for just four big banks. So literally... As of right now, <laughs> this is what this graph here just shows you how 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 these figures for bailouts or backstops or whatever they want to call them, how they're growing in size. And this is a this is a 16 number 16 bank, you know, what I'm saying 16 and whatever else that other other sides of those banks were. So we ain't even got to the globally systemic important banks yet. So, yeah, they got a lot of fighting on their hands if they're trying, if they're trying to really prop the banks up still. Not even that. I don't think it's that. I think they're going to use this to cover what's coming mm -hmm. because April the 1st, Russia releases their uh, ruble gold back uh, CBDC coin. Mm, that's right. Don't forget Saudi okay. Arabia. Yeah, Saudi Arabia and Iran have already uh, closed doors. They've had a six day meeting in China. Yeah. So all the banking systems are moving. So I believe this is. Uh, indicative of what's going on. I think what's going on is that people have already moving their money. Yeah, the mo money's already moving out of these hedge funds, mm -hmm. and the United States just threatened UAE uh, with sanctions. Mm, that's so, big. <laughs> to 
to what's going on. I, I think SVB is just a screen, but I think the behind the scene is all the funds that the Arab nations and the Middle East nations have. Mm-hmm. They're moving over to the BRICS bank now. Mm, that, that's that, that's some good. Hey, that's some good speculation there. Which 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 kind of it kind of lines up with the current trajectory of all that gold having flowed out east and everybody and their mother looking to join the BRICS. And so that that sounds like they already so. Now, for sure. So that right there comes in August when that the next summit. I think there's going to be some type of announcement as well. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, it, it's 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 underway, my friend. Thank you for calling, buddy. Yeah. Hey, no problem. You take care. Yeah. Be good. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Appreciate the call. So yeah, feel free to give me a call. Um, let me know what's in your mind. Let me know how how you're processing this and what other angle are we not looking at this from. That's why, as I mentioned, there's three sides to the story, what we're told, what we can decipher, you know, how we process it. So how are you processing this? Give me a different angle, perhaps, that we haven't discussed as of now, because I'm sure there's a couple of very smart individuals out there that uh, has some thoughts. Says so Bricks dead on arrival. Um, yeah, We'll see. But I'd imagine because we know that there's more than enough there's more than enough countries that have already expressed interest in joining the BRICS and joining the BRICS comes with certain stipulations of one they're going to have a new currency that you have to be a part of so therefore you're going to have to have some reserves i.e. in gold and beyond that you're going to have to bring something else to the table and i actually saw a graph saying how i think it was majority like it was is majority of the the current BRICS and the ones that are a part of the BRICS plus GDP already surpasses the rest of the world. And so I'm thinking like, okay, so they already have enough natural assets and things of that nature to be very productive here. And whereas in the West, all we've done is exported debt. So we're not really bringing much to the table these days. So we're going to have to either go to war or they're going to pull a cyber attack on us. Hello, Carl. Which name are you calling from? Hey, my name is Philip from North Dakota. Philip, what's going on, my friend? Hey man, so I'm gonna bring you some insight. Please do. The podcast all day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, so right now Congress and the Senate are having a field day right now because nobody can take any accounting of where all the money's gone to when it comes to Ukraine. Like everyone keeps lobbying, like the military and everyone who's involved is just lobbying for them to just like you know sweep it under the rug, hush <laughs> hush, no counting, you know. Right. For all the, the the money that's being sent, right? So you got these guys out here, they're going to give Ukrainians and fund their pensions, right? <laughs> but yet, you know, we got all this stuff going out here. It's like basically what these guys were talking about was like, you know, print all this money. It doesn't matter. The Fed can pay off all its debts. It can put a trillion dollars in everyone's accounts, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. He didn't produce anything. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what we're looking to, to – what we're looking to expect is – you know, some speculate that the Russians are wanting to basically send us back to uh, the Stone Age like we did to them, mm-hmm. right? You know, Gorbachev mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. And um, and then uh, some spec. that's why we have a lot of uh, issues with our food. And here's another thing, right, that they yeah. brought up was a good topic, right? It was like Biden is over here sitting here incentivizing all of these power plants to shut down, basically saying, hey, uh, if you dismantle and shut down – um, we're gonna pay you all of your profits, all your all your losses mm-hmm. uh, for ten years. Okay. Right? Uh, okay. But essentially, what what that'll end up doing is putting us about twenty five percent negative for energy, right? Mm-hmm. But yet we want to be green. But 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I've heard yeah, of, we're putting ourselves in a power deficit. Right. I've heard of the government incentivizing farmers over the last year or two, you know, paying for paying for them to destroy their crops, like, you know, giving them two, three times what they would normally make on it to destroy it. So, you know, and, I, and that's the sad part when you and I mentioned this all the time. It's my opinion that it, it sucks when you know your government's trying to do you under. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really sucks. And that's where I like being as, as independent or self-sufficient and, of course, God reliant as possible uh is never been more important it comes to of course education and, and as well standing plugged in on information like this man so appreciate you what else you got like anything else you yeah like i told you right i was back i think i don't know a few months ago i'm, I'm boiling peanuts as a side hustle oh, as right. well doing construction and, right and stuff like that right but it's like you gotta understand, right? Supply chains are messing up. We ain't gonna start. We're not gonna be getting stuff from China, Taiwan, all this, all the, right. So it's like, so essentially, these goods that you're dependent on, that you're used to having, mm-hmm. you're not gonna get it, and you're gonna have to get used to, like people back in the day, right, where they were making dresses out of, out of sacks of flour. You know what I mean? Where you were making Lincoln logs out of wood, you know, yeah. everyone complaining about all the toys and how cheap everything is, but nobody's making anything. Every Everyone's been turned into a consumer. Right. Very true. And I, I'm not saying nobody, but it's like, you know, the majority, like the, the majority, the majority of right. the people. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. And, and so that's, that's been by design. Every, so that's been by design exactly. because of us having, yeah. go, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So if you don't have a bread machine and you're not making your own bread, then you know what happens if you can't get bread at the store, right? If you if you didn't get your flour and your I don't know what is it your biscuit, right? And you can't get biscuits. Well, I mean you can you can make your biscuits, right? So right. it's like you eat less processed. What was it? Eat less processed food. Start making your own, right? So yeah. it's like biscuit and water and some salt, and you got your own biscuits, right? So it's yeah. like people just need to start learning to do for themselves and to start what's the you, you gotta live within your means you gotta stop right. wanting right you, you gotta stop wanting the mansion the car it's like you're it's like you gotta start being stop being what's that uh when you're what, inner rich you know yeah yeah <laughs> or, or house, house poor you know what i mean yeah but, but you ain't got no furniture up in there right? right you got the car but you can't afford the gas you know, it's like you wanted these things for yourself and you're sitting there working these jobs and then you're like, oh, man, I deserve this. What, you deserve the $1,000 payment every month? Right. But hey, man, hey, appreciate you calling and sharing your insights. Let me get a couple more calls, my man. Thanks for keeping us up to date. All right, buddy. Yeah, be good. Yeah, good stuff, people. Good stuff. Any other thoughts, questions, ideas, bring it to us. Um, also, so I got I got more subjects, but I was trying to keep it just on the financial sense. But uh, here's another headline that, I'll share real quick uh, that caught my attention. And so this here, it says here, uh, Texas authorities warn residents against travel to Mexico for spring break after the kidnappings and something like, you know, like, you know, you, you take an event where it looks like, you know, some people crossed the border, kidnapped and killed. I think, I think it was two out of four, or I'm not sure, or all four. And then you try to turn this into like a propaganda of like, you know, Mexico's dangerous. You don't want to go there right now. It's like, to me, it just seems like it's a tactic to keep people from leaving this country. Like, you know, like they don't want people because of banking situations, economic conditions or whatever else going to Mexico. Because a lot of people have already gone south in a way of trying or trying to look for greener pastures or safer pastures or less government interference. But I'm thinking like this here, the way they're going to spend this is definitely to try to keep people in. 
because of they don't want they don't want people to leave. But I thought that was just something to to mention. All right, let's get a couple more calls here. Let me see if I can get you on here. I mean, oops, miss you. I'm sorry about that. I missed your call. Give me a give me a call back. I'll get you on here. Uh, what else we got here? Um, um, I okay, I got some more stories as well. Let me, man, I got I got all types of stories, but I didn't sh- have them ready. Um, yeah, so I'll I'll spare you guys on that. Anyway, give me give me a call. If not, we'll get ready to shut it back down. But I definitely wanted to keep you guys up to date after I consumed all this information for the day in reference to where we're at. Uh temporary bailout, nothing's changed, economy's still crumbling, and uh, let me share something else with you. You know, the inversion of the yield curve is still at historical level. And that has been the most accurate measurement of pending recessions. And that boy's been negative for, what, last damn a half a year plus. So, like, we've, we're past the point of a recession. It's just that they've been able to prop up certain sectors of the economy to make it look as if things are get, are good. And of course, confidence is still high because people are still swiping cars and people are still employed. But as of now, you know, once things officially break, we move beyond the recession narrative. We know what narrative comes after recessions. So I, I got, yeah, it's just anyway, hello, Carl, which name we call him from? Hey, what's going on, Mike? It's Jimmy from Baltimore. Jimmy, what's going on, my friend? I mean, a couple things kind of my mind, right? Mm-hmm. The, the great reset. Okay. Like just random thoughts, like the renewing of the mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like we we need a reset. Like, like look at one of the many ways they control us is through the media, right? Mm-hmm. Like to me, they just constantly pumping out fear. Like my mind has been renewed. Like I said, a couple months back, mm-hmm. this great reset has to deal with the renewing of the mind. Yeah. And for me, I'm in I'm in a I'm in a different state. Like. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want this to happen. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm glad it's happening. Like I see, like I, I, I just, I just look back at all the, all the times that the quote unquote the world was about to end. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it ain't never happened. Like yeah. maybe it, it end as we know it. I think they have the whole world, in my opinion, like scrambling. Mm-hmm. Like, and what's really happening? If you ask me, I don't think this. I know this might be. They scratching their heads right now. Like they see, I think some of us think that they got this all figured out because they quote unquote control the money and control the economy. They only control what the the, the God. They only control what God allows them to control. Right. And what's happening is their time is up. Right. Mm-hmm. But some of us have, in my opinion, some of us have, have have elevated mentally to understand that this is what's happening. So we're cool, calm, and collect. Mm-hmm. And some of us are still operating, in my opinion, on the fair frequency. And we running, scrambling, taking the money out the bank, like <laughs> going crazy. Like, what was really happening is God is telling his people, mm-hmm. stay calm. Yeah. Like, I'm working everything out because I just feel like this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I said last time, all this stuff has to happen to wake more people up. It's the great reset. It ignored on the mind. Right. Hey, good stuff, man. Appreciate you, my man. Thanks for calling in. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um. Okay. Before I, before I take the next call, let me uh, see the super chat here from Major League says, should I invest in inverse ETFs? And so, uh, Major, once again, financial advice can't give that, but uh, I, I personally, you know, apart from if you are, you know, a 
quote unquote, very knowledgeable, sophisticated investor and you know how to maneuver, get in, get out, then that would be something that uh, I would assume you already a part of that type of uh, investing. And so if you are successful with it already and if it's worked for you, continue to do what you do. But if you're trying to get into something to profit off of this transition or this reset and you don't have any experience, then you're speculating, a.k.a. gambling, and you can probably lose more than you end up winning just because the game is rigged against us. So unless you're know what you're doing, you, you know, you put, in, put yourself at risk. And then just to give you some insight, because uh, I personally, I'm not well versed in that type of speculation, but it says inverse ETF. It says an inverse ETF is an exchange traded fund constructed by using various derivatives to profit from a decline in the value of underlying benchmark. And so derivatives, underlying benchmark, various. So that right there is more sophisticated than I'm familiar with because I don't speculate in that nature there. So my suggestion would be, you know, if you're involved in that, you've already done well in that stick to your guns. But if you're getting in for the first time, you know, consult, consult somebody who's knowledgeable in that information there. And also, you know, don't put out more than you're willing to lose. Cause as we're witnessing these backstops and bailouts, it can easily turn against you. Like we can see one, we can, we can believe this economy is going one way, but then like that, they can come in and prop things up with another special purpose vehicle for their, for their friends, which is the banks not choose. So they want the banks to win or not to, fail they don't care about you failing and losing your money so that's just my two cents there man but appreciate the question thanks for the love offering as well and also if we have any traders any speculators out there that's knowledgeable with that information feel free to share with major leagues in the uh, chat your exp expertise or experience and you know share your opinion on that matter as well so the whole point in with the chat is get everybody involved so i appreciate you uh <laughs> LB uh, Jay said LBP, you can't buy ETLs on, on credit cards. <laughs> All right, man. So I did miss some calls. Forgive me. Uh let's get some more calls in here. Share your thoughts, insights, uh, and go from there. But also I just saw something, I just saw some activity. It looks like uh let me figure it I, I keep an eye on Peter Schiff because he stays ahead of it sharing his two cents. So let's see what Peter just was just Peter just said. Uh it says. Uh, this is five minutes ago. It says stocks are rallying and gold lost its early gains because investors think the bailout means there's no longer anything to worry about. It says the bailout proves there's a lot more to worry about. The problem is larger, the economy weaker, and inflation higher than investors believed. And so we got like a little bit of a sell off. So let me refresh this just to take a look at the metals markets. And so they opened up in the east. Did a little bit of bid, and let me see. So we are at 1877. And once again, I wouldn't be surprised that to keep people from having confidence in sound money, tomorrow morning, as always, when the markets open up, we're going to get a nice little, a lot of green candles for the stock market. It's going to be a major sell-off in gold and silver. You probably, you're definitely going to get a crypto pump because crypto and stocks go hand in hand. And so it's that illusion of everything is calm. You get, everybody's getting their money back. You know, nothing to see here. Move along. Everything is hunky-dory hmm. until it's not. So, yeah. Manipulation can be your friend if you know how to work it. Okay, what else we got here? Um, do, 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 do. Uh, let me see. Let me see here. Uh, stick to the metal. We only, uh, we only have truth I learned a long time ago. 
uh, invest in yourself. Steve was uh, 100%, man. Your skill set and your knowledge bank is your number one asset. Hands down. And also, one thing I mean from a spiritual standpoint, I'm really, you know, still diving into where we're trying to build up my faith because I know this current event as it unfolds is going to be biblical in nature. It's going to be around the lines of, you know, Joseph in a seven year famine type, 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 type discomfort. And so, but not for everybody, not everybody's going to be impacted the same way. So, and according to your faith, it will be unto you. And so I'm believing God for blessings and continued favor throughout this entire process. That's just where I'm trying to put, put my faith in that. If I got any other believers out there believing for the same thing, let me get an amen in the chat. <laughs> uh, Eli says powder dry until tomorrow. And then after the fair report, mid March. Okay. Yeah. And we still got a, we still got a uh, FOMC meeting coming up. Was it next week or yeah. And they going to hike or something like that too. So you know, Continue to hike, <laughs> stranglehold of the banks and the financial sector. Ah, interesting times, man. All right. Well, I ain't getting my phone calls. Um, I just want to check in, give you an update in according to what's going on. I'm sure you guys have already been plugged in because this is uh, very uh, important information. But uh, once again, bailout, temporary relief, confidence is not coming back. More people will still be getting cash out tomorrow just because they know what it's like to live a 48-hour weekend with the threat of not being able to get what you think is yours out in time. And where is that fund going to go to? It's going to flow right into metals and other real tangible things. And then of course, people are going to speculate on the side just because it's human nature. And that's the best way to actually, you know, gamble in a sense to grow what you have. So, all right, my good people, uh, I see some amens out there. Uh, Benny Grant, we got D nice out there. Uh, beautiful sunrise. Appreciate you guys. Amen. Yeah. Stay prayed up, man. Uh, God is in control. All this stuff is 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 a cakewalk. Is is just cool breeze in the air, in reference to what God has planned for His children, man. And if you are in the kingdom, then God got some plans for you because your gifts will make room for you, hands down. No matter what's a recession, depression, you know God's people still have opportunity to shine bright. So that's what I'm believing. But anyway, my good people. Uh, be blessed, be safe, be back at it tomorrow. I'm sure it's going to be more, more stuff to talk about. And of course, I'm going to get your thoughts on things. So be blessed, be safe, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Shalom.